Hi, welcome. My name is Tracy Cook and this is the podcast series Victim to Victory. This series gives a voice to those that have overcome obstacles in all forms that dare greatly to share their real stories. Amazing humans that have seen hope and risen above those adversities to become victorious. We have a visionary here today and also a Victim to Victory collaborative book author here as well. And she is going on to support and inspire others to do the same. So please subscribe and comment and don't forget to check out the Launch Brand and Market podcast course in the show notes here as well. Our upcoming guest, a big welcome to Justine Martin. Thanks for having me today, Tracy. It is absolutely our pleasure. And I know what a huge uh, supporter of the Victim to Victory community you are in as well. But Justine, I just wanted to let our audience know a little bit about you before we delve right into your story, because your story is so empowering and inspiring. And you've won so many awards. You've got so many accolades. You're always featured on news and media. You're a resilience Mm -hmm. consultant, a speaker, a publisher, an author, an artist, and you have many books under your belt, including the Victim to Victory collaborative book. But not only that, what we actually love about that in our in our community is your successful corporate life um, was turned down in um, upside down in 2011. And I know that mm-hmm. um, everything changed when you were diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, MS. Justine, where does your story start? Look, I think it started right back when I was a child. Um, as most of our stories do, I faced a lot of adversities as a as a young child and um, with sexual assault and um, a narcissistic mother and she was extremely ill herself. She had MS as well. And, you know, I built up resilience through all of that with the adversities that I'd faced and had to live with my grandparents for three years and my grandfather wasn't particularly nice either to my brother and I. We were always known as the arsehole's children and, and you know, as a young child and you're very impressionable um, with all of that. So I always tried harder um, and that's kind of carried on through adulthood. Yeah, it's um, amazing how all the things that happened to us in childhood we carry into our adult life as well and then learning those resilience techniques to be able to overcome those triggers and those barriers and and find a better way to do anything and I suppose that's why you really excel at being a resilience coach because you've had that lived experience and Mm. you speak on many stages uh, physical and virtual as well and you really advocate for medical care so using your own experiences um, of living with a disability as well um uh where did you actually step into your power to be able to take uh positive future steps forward uh to be able to find your own hope and um overcome your own adversities through that those times um look i think it was when i was morbidly obese um i used to weigh about 125 kilos and um I joined Weight Watchers for the third time and it was in a marriage that I didn't want to be in and with a narcissistic, um, lying, cheating husband, and as many of us are. And um, 
I joined Weight Watchers, started losing weight. The leader quit and I went, I'll do it. And I stood up and I started changing other people's lives. And that was back in 1999. I'm giving away my age a little bit here now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, 1999. And then um, I had lots of jobs in the in the weight loss industry and then all my jobs have always been about helping other people. And then in 2011, when I was diagnosed with MS, I had to stop work. And I then questioned what my purpose was going to be back on the planet. And if I couldn't help people um, on a daily um, matter or um, contribute back with taxes into society, I saw myself as being a big burden. And, you know, how was I going to spend the rest of my life? And so really question things. So I think, it, you know, it started back in, in about 1999 and then um, again in 2011, you know, just questioning um, what my purpose would be. And it's amazing at all the different seasons and chapters within our life as well. Um, I call mm. them sliding door moments, right, where we um, it, everything changes, but it changes for a reason, but it always comes around full circle as well. And um, you're so passionate about helping people as well, um, you know, whether it's through your art or your speaking or your uh, books or your your mm. publishing company, anything like that. So everything ties back in together, doesn't it? Like a little little ball of string. Now yeah. you've you've won so many business awards, and um, you you're speaking to corporate uh, teams and schools, and you're very charitable and um, work a lot with um, educational organisations as mm. well. Now during this time, what are the the main things that would still kind of be an obstacle for you or is it still a daily struggle or is your mindset so strong now that with your resilience do you still have those moments or are you you fully stepped into the power to to own that resilience depends what day it is tracy um some days my body just fails me and I can't do what I want to do. And so for me, I have a little mantra that I say, you know, we don't give up, we modify. And um, it's like, okay, well, I can't do that today. What else is on my list that I can possibly do? And the one thing I do every single day is make my bed. Um, then, uh, you know, if the rest of the day goes to shit, uh, at least I've done something productive. I've made my bed. Um Look, there are some days where I am a blubbering mess. They don't happen very often, but um, they are there. Um, there's some days where it's like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And then it's like, because this is a bigger picture. This is not about you. This is about everyone else. And, you know, if we all looked after everyone, um, and I'm not talking about not having self-care for yourself, but if we looked after our neighbours better, wouldn't the world be in a better place? Wouldn't for we sure. have a better world to live in? Um, so, yeah, it, it's not just about me. It's it's about the bigger picture. And and I do have a lot of people that rely on me. I have clients that rely on me on a daily matter. I have staff that rely on me. And um, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. And you have a lot of time out for, for yourself as well. Like, do you beat yourself up if you do have those kind of down days? Or like you said, you modify, you just kind of go, no, this is part of it. I just have to pick up where I left off tomorrow. And that's okay. 
Yeah, look, I, I'm not hard on myself. Um, I do modify it and I go, okay, well, I can't do that today and if it's something then I have to let other people know I do and most people are understanding and, and then it's like, well, I'll get to that first thing uh, tomorrow or, you know, later on this afternoon I'll be able to do it. I've just got to go and lie down for an hour or two if my body's, um, you know, really failing me. I spend a lot of time on the lounge. So everyone's like, oh, you're so busy, you're so busy. And I'm like, yeah, but a lot of my businesses run online and and I can sit on the lounge with my feet up and um, that's my office. I don't tend to sit in the office. I do have a beautiful office, which I'm in now, but I don't tend to sit in that um, too much throughout the day or more whatever makes me comfy and wherever I'm going to be the most productive and um if that means sitting on the lounge with my feet up so be it (laughs) yeah and it's just making sure that we've got all those support systems in place Mm. as well so you've got you've obviously got a support system for you as well yeah look I I go to regular counseling um I believe that it's not my children or my friends and family's responsibility for me to offload um all the time and with the amount of things that you know, I have happening um, with within my body and, and my life. Um, as you know, Tracy, I recently lost um, my partner and I'm still processing and dealing with all of that. And, and so I go to counselling. Um, I can walk in, I can dump it all out for the hour that I'm sitting in there. There's no judgment. Um, there's no sympathy as such. There's strategic matters that we can put I can put in place for the next time until I see us. So um yeah, counseling is my my go-to. And um sometimes I have her on speed dial. Sometimes I need emergency appointments back with her if something, you know, major has happened in my life and I know I can't wait, you know, the two weeks or the three weeks until I'm I'm back in to see her and um and she's she's allowed me to do that because she knows how complex um, things are in in my life. So she's been there with me through, you know, the heart surgeries, the the three cancer diagnosis, um, all of that. So uh, I try and stay in, in the most positive mindset that I can possibly be in each and every day. It takes too much energy to be negative. It takes way too much energy to be angry um uh, positivity and I hang around with like-minded people we are the sum of the five people that we hang around and and so you know I changed my circle my inner circle um to match what values and and the positivity that I wanted in my life that's such an important thing as well. And yeah, I call them uh, crabs in a bucket, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's always one crab that wants to get out and, um, you know, the, the other crabs in the bottom of the bucket just want to keep pulling them down so they're safe and they're not, you know, mm. just in the comfort zone. Um, but, yeah, definitely surrounding yourself with like-minded people that are going to lift mm. you up. Um, and uh, it's the rooms that we get in, you know, that um, speak a different language and speak that positivity mm. and life into us. And that's just so important as well what kind of um uh, things what kind of tips do you think you'd share Justine with anybody that's kind of experiencing you know a, a life obstacle maybe they've had a diagnosis they're they're really unsure about how they're going to move forward and things like that because um I know you you speak a lot about mindset and uh, positivity what kind of tips would you give to somebody that's kind of struggling in those kind of areas at the moment to be kind to yourself, 
to be kind to yourself and that that um it won't go on forever like this you know that's life you know life is up and down um you got to ride those waves ask for help you know we all tend to be uh, you know very independent people or to, our pride will get in the way but you've just got to ask for help because if you don't then you are in trouble um, most definitely. So asking for help, be kind to yourself, surround yourself with positivity, do the things that, that you want to, you know, do within reason if it's, um, you know, a health issue that you're facing or um, something like that, then work around, modify um, what you can do. Watch happy movies. Ring a friend that makes you laugh. Um don't ring that friend that's always cranky and and um, angry with the world. Yeah, that's that's a huge thing, isn't it? Definitely. And um, you know, sometimes just having those support systems around you as well, or those friends or family mm. members that kind of go, okay, you know, just bring it back, put your feet on the ground. Let's just take a deep breath. It's all going to be okay. Yep. We just got to put one foot in front of the other and just move forward slowly it's not going to happen at speed especially when you get a diagnosis or or um you know a prognosis or something like that that's when we tend to reevaluate and go into that deep hole having that support system in place is just mm. so so essential if you don't have that you know getting counseling as well um yeah i go to counseling my, my family like i think we've got frequent flyers at the count local counselor counselor studios now i, I know it's i had Tracy, <laughs> Yeah, it is. And look, if you can't get into a counsellor straight away, well, then, you know, there is Lifeline and there is Beyond Blue. There are people that you can just pick up the phone and call and, you know, you might be on there for 10 minutes, but that might be enough that day that that's all you need. And they can give you some instant feedback, some an ear to listen to um, that might just make all the difference um with it so but you know be kind to yourself whatever it is you know allow yourself to go through the grieving process and we don't talk enough about grief when when we hear the word grief we just think of someone that's died and there's far more things that you can grieve through you can grieve through a diagnosis you can grieve through like in my case when I could no longer work anymore you know I, I had major grief from that um, and we don't talk about the processes of and the levels of grief that you can go through. So, you know, be really, really kind and compassionate to yourself. And if you're saying things to yourself that you wouldn't say to another human being, then stop. You know, mm. catch yourself out on that. If you wouldn't say that to your best friend or your child or your parent, then stop saying it to yourself. We are our worst critic. 100% definitely and especially as women when we're spinning all the plates and we're being all these people and wearing all the hats mm. we tend to be harder on ourselves so just raising our hand yeah. and asking for help uh, reaching out get a good support system get a counsellor reach out yeah. and um, you know if things don't change things don't change so there's some really valuable tips there as well and uh, 
how are you helping um, people these days? I mean, you've got your publishing company, you've got your wellness and art therapy classes, um, mm-hmm. it, just um, an overall. And there's a bit more than that. Doing. <laughs> there's lots more. There's lots, lots more with your corporation, your consultancy and your speaking. Um, mm-hmm. What would you say overall that you actually are helping people now? So I believe that my story is someone else's survival guide. So if you're sitting there listening today and, you know, one thing might resonate with you out of my story, then that's why I'm doing it. You know, there's um, I'm a keynote speaker. I'm a guest speaker. I do workshops on resilience. Um, and, you know, when people hear what I've actually been through and I haven't had that victim mentality despite everything that I've gone through. And I do talk about that in my book, um, in the in the chapter that I've written. And I don't want to give too much away because otherwise I won't go <laughs> buy it. But um uh yeah, it's it's um yeah, I haven't had that, you know, that mentality and and it's just going through that wave. It's it's processing through that wave and um, looking at, so okay, if I go back into a situation like that, what would I do differently? So once you get onto the other side of it, it's like, okay, I'm one for reassessing what I've done and what I can learn from it and how can I do things better the next time? And and I teach other people how to do that. So I do consulting and coaching and, I yeah, I go into corporate and it's, it's about looking at... <laughs> Um, resilience in the workplace needs to start with the resilience of the employees. If if your employees aren't resilient in their own personal lives, how do you expect them to be resilient at work? Doesn't Mm. happen. And some people aren't taught um, resilience coping mechanisms um, and that's where I come into play or some people have been very blessed up until that particular point in life and and they haven't faced much adversity in life where others like myself it's just continuous so um, you know learn from my mistakes learn from my experiences and and that's what I put forward and and that's probably the biggest part of my business is you know it is helping um, other people, but that resilience mindset is the core of it. And they all do feed into each other. So although there's six businesses, they all feed into each other. I mean, the latest one, I've just started the cleaning business and I don't clean my own home. So um, I have a cleaner <laughs> that comes in and does that. So uh, that's, you know, that's been um, challenging. Um, I went out the other day and, and met a couple of the clients and did a bit of light dusting. That's about it for me. Um, and I, I said to my daughter, because she's also working, and I'm like, I don't do this in my own house. Why am I doing it for someone else? And um, that zonked me out for the rest of the day and I was on the lounge. But um yeah, and that again is about helping people, you know. And we take on NDIS clients and and um, the you know helping the disability sector because a lot of them don't have a voice um, for themselves. So um, definitely, yeah, yeah I, I worked in disabilities in. for many years, and um, yeah, it's um, it, it's a struggle for a lot of people mm. getting those those systems in place. Yeah, and you know, I do have my hand in a lot of pies and that, but um, it is all manageable. And and uh, despite all the adversities I face on the on a daily manner, you're absolutely amazing, Justine. Uh, everything that you're doing, you know, just going through 
overcoming those obstacles, facing that hardship. You've got the lived experience. What kind of message would you like to leave the audience on today? I just want to talk about time. Time is the most precious commodity. You can't buy it, sell it, reuse it or borrow it. So be careful on what you spend it on and whom you spend it on. You know, we we don't know how long each of us are going to be on this planet and you could be perfectly healthy and then just instantly go. So um, don't procrastinate, just get in and do it. Get in and live the best quality life that you can actually live. I love it. A powerful, empowering, inspiring, motivational Justine Martin. And thank you very much for being one of the collaborative authors in the Victim to Victory book as well. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Uh, You're so appreciated. And we'll be sharing where to connect with Justine and all that she actually does. So please reach out to her. If any of her story resonated with you today, connect with her. She is literally changing and saving lives. And you can find the Victim to Victory podcast on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple. And if you got value from today, which I know you did because Justine's amazing, please subscribe and comment. And don't forget to check out our Launch Brand and Market podcast course in the show notes. Justine, thank you very much. You're a very valuable asset, a very valuable supporter of Victim to Victory, and you are changing the world. Thank you very much with your vision. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks for having me on today. You're welcome. I'll see you on the next episode.